Hey there, Mike Stelzner coming to you with a fascinating update you might not be familiar with. Did you know that Social Media Examiner can deliver all the marketing, training, news, and trends, insights that you need into your inbox three days a week when you sign up for our newsletter and it's completely free? Simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates and take your marketing to the next level. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and for business owners who want to know what works with social media. I've got a great show lined up for you today. Today, I'll be joined by Andrea Val, who's the co-author of Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies, and we're going to explore Facebook contests and why you might want to consider them. I've also got a caller question about generating social media leads when you sell to other businesses. As a matter of fact, I'm going to transition over to that question right now. Deep from within a remote jungle village, here's this week's social media question. Hi there, Michael. Big fan of your show. It's helped a lot so far. Helped really get the business off the ground. My name's Connor, and I manage PerfectSense.org. Now, the company I work for sells electronic equipment for offices and universities, really for sustainable lighting solutions. Now, most social media I feel is used for personal usage or, you know, some of the sexier items not usually electronic stuff, I was hoping that maybe you could tell me a little bit of how I could expand my business and expand my outreach using social media, specifically Facebook and Twitter, to kind of get some leads for selling this product. Thank you. Connor, it's a great question. Um, first of all, let me just address, before I answer your question, uh, social media is for personal or sexy items. You know, that's not a true assumption. Actually, all businesses of all sizes and shapes, especially in the B2B world, are actually using and benefiting greatly from social media. A little factoid for you. Uh, According to the 2013 Social Media Marketing Industry Report published by us, 61% of businesses are generating leads with social media and 86% of B2B marketers are actually using Facebook, which I know sounds counterintuitive. You can find that report on Social Media Examiner. Just click on the reports link at the top of the page. Now, to your question, how do you go about finding um, leads and growing your social presence when you're in a space that um, doesn't seem right for social media, uh, especially like an industrial space or any kind of B2B space? Well, the first thing you want to do is find a role model. And you don't have to find a role model in your industry. It helps if you find someone in your industry. You could start by looking at all of your competitors and see whether or not they have any accounts on social media and look and see if they're doing a good job. And if they don't, don't despair. You could expand your search to anyone who is targeting the kind of audience that you're trying to reach. And you could take a look at what they're doing, model, and experiment. One thing you might want to do is take a look at Cree, C-R-E-E dot com. They manufacture... uh, LED lighting products, and they're known on the consumer side, but they're also known on the business and industrial side. When you go to Cree.com at the bottom of the page, you can click on any of those social icons, and you're brought to kind of an intermediary page that shows you that they have 
three Facebook accounts, two Twitter accounts, and three YouTube, four YouTube accounts. And what you can do here is choose which one. Like, are you interested in the bulbs or the components or lighting in general? And obviously, components is one audience and lighting is a different audience. And uh, they also have YouTube videos that talk about, for example, how to install lights and talk about the technology behind the scenes and radio frequency and all that kind of crazy stuff. So um, you should start thinking in your head right now, huh, interesting. And they also have a blog. Now, on the industrial component side, they, on their Facebook page, they teach things like thermal management. They show pictures from hands-on seminars that they've got. They announce new products. Uh, on the Twitter account, which is C-R-E-E-L-E-D-S, that's one of their Twitter accounts, they're answering questions that people are posing on Twitter. They're referencing design docs to try to educate their followers. So what I would do if I were you is start by studying what other people are doing. It could be in a totally different industry, but still B2B. You really do want to have some content strategy behind the scenes here. So if you have a YouTube channel where you're generating videos or you have a blog where you're writing content, the social media channels are a great way for you to essentially draw people back to that content. And if you do have those kinds of channels, chances are pretty good people that are reading that content are already on Twitter and Facebook, and they may choose to follow you on Twitter and Facebook, or fan you, if you will. And that's a way for you to begin to draw an audience on these particular platforms. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Lots of great content on Social Media Examiner also on how to how to do a lot of this kind of stuff. You can go to socialmediaexaminer.com and click on the starting link at the top of the page and find your platform of choice. Now, if you're listening right now and you have a question that you want me to consider taking on a future episode of the Social Media Marketing Show, it's very easy. All you have to do is visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash voicemail and a little uh, thing will come up and allow you to record your message right there on your computer and uh, if I like it, I may include it in a future episode of the podcast. All right. With that, I want to share something else with you right now. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. With that, let's transition over to today's interview with Andrea Vall about Facebook contests, and I think you're going to find a lot of great insight here. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. I'm very excited to be joined today by Andrea Vall. If you don't know who Andrea is, she's the co-author of Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies. She regularly writes about Facebook for Social Media Examiner. In fact, she was our community manager for more than two years, and she has an alter ego known online as Grandma Mary. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Michael. It's so great to be here. I'm very excited to be part of the show today. Can I also welcome Grandma Mary to the show? Can we do a little, <laughs> let's hear what she sounds like. Mike, how are you? It's been too long since we've chatted. We, we had an, <laughs> an interview a long time ago and love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, folks. I'm interviewing two people, but really love- just one. <laughs> two for the there you go. So today, <laughs> today Andrea and I are going to explore Facebook contests and, and what you need to know. So Andrea, let's start off with um, why should the marketer or the business owner that's listening right now um, consider running contests on Facebook? 
There's a lot of good reasons to run contests. I, I, I am just kind of a contest fangirl as far as what it can do for your page and your business. Um, I love running contests for several, several different reasons. There's lots of benefits you can get out of it, but my top three favorite reasons are, I'm going to go through them, are first of all, just growing the likes on your page and, and kind of growing your your Facebook presence mm-hmm. in itself because contests are highly shared. So that's one great reason. Um, then another great reason is to grow your email list. That is one of my favorite reasons to to run a Facebook contest because you – as you run the contest, you are gathering emails because people have to enter a contest by giving you an email entry. And so when you set up your contest, you make sure that you let people know that they will also get your updates, get your newsletter, however you want to word that, so that they know you they are going to be added to your email list by entering that contest. Hmm. And that's a great, great way to a low-cost way to grow your email list fairly quickly, usually. And then the last way I love to run contests is to promote a product that you're, um, that, you're, that you're selling. So if you can try and give away something that you sell, uh, that's the best kind of prize to give because then you're also promoting your product through the contest in a different way that's more fun and exciting rather than selling it. I like to call it stealth selling. So you're kind of stealth selling your product without feeling too salesy and pushy. You're promoting the contest and you want someone to win it. So you're you're kind of developing a demand for your product through the contest. And now you have this great email list of people who've raised their hands and said, yes, I'm interested in that product or service. And so it's just a fabulous suite of cornucopia, if you will, of reasons to run a Facebook contest. Okay, so let's just review these. So um, one benefit of having a contest is to get more fans for your Facebook page. Another benefit is if you have some sort of a, a list that you'd like to grow, like a newsletter list, this is a way that you could essentially get people on the list as a requirement to participate in the contest. Now, not all contests require email, do they or do they? You can enter sometimes through uh, through a Facebook entry form. Like you can kind of use the Facebook Connect to enter the contest. Gotcha. Um, but you will get the email entry as part of how part of the back end of your contest app that you're using. So you will get that uh, email entry information. Gotcha. And then the promoting a product. Um, I remember back when uh, my second book, Launch, came out, and uh, I think, yeah, you were our community manager back then. Right. You remember that right. contest we did? Yes, so basically, that was great. we did a photo contest called Help, like, what did it, what was it? Um, it uh, do you remember? It, it was Help Me Launch. That's it was right. It was Help Me Launch. It was, yeah. and it was a photo contest, and the idea was that people were to take creative pictures um, with the words help me launch in it. And we had like ophthalmologists, you know, um, and we had a gal who was, uh, made granola bars and she took the granola and made the words help me launch. And then we had this family, the Jonas family, which was the winners and they have a goat farm and they put the words on goats and their kids. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's that. That's some definitely unusual entries there. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I mean. And we had all sorts of creative ideas, but what were we yeah. selling the book? So the idea was to generate buzz around the book launch. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we gave away some copies of the book and so on and so forth. So that's just one way that you can help use a um, a contest to promote a product, maybe an inexpensive product in the case uh, of a book. Can you share some other examples of contests that you've seen? Do you have any success stories or anything that you've actively yeah. been watching that's going yeah, on right now? There's a lot of great success stories. There's... there's um, you can really have a real range of the types of prizes that actually still develop really good success. I had a client who we helped. I helped her set up her um, her contest, and it's actually you're familiar with them. They're chocolate for breakfast, and she ran a contest where she was just giving away a box of a small box of chocolate truffles, and we ran the contest over the course of just one week, and she had. Uh, 700 new fans that she got out of this. And her page at that time was uh, much smaller than it is today. It was kind of early on when she was just beginning. She got 700 new fans and 400 email addresses. She did have a list of some people who were already on her email list who entered. Uh, But she had, so she had, grew her list by 400 people in one week. And you know the cost of the box of chocolates was it was premium chocolates they were good looking truffles there but it was probably $50 or so that she was uh, in terms of a uh, actual prize cost that she was giving away and she got a lot of response from that so that was a really great uh, story okay hold on and a second that, let's dissect that a little bit cuz yeah. i'm sure a lot of people listening right now are like well what did she do exactly like what was right. the what was the the mechanics of the contest Right. Right. So basically what it was is she had the contest hosted on a Facebook tab like you are supposed to. And we'll get, I know we're going to talk about some of the requirements later, but she had it hosted on her, on her tab and she uh, did require people to like her page to enter. She had it like gated so that people couldn't enter the contest without liking the page first. Mm-hmm. So you can do that on a tab. You can, um, have a, a page that shows up uh, that doesn't reveal kind of what's behind it until you actually click the like. And then once uh, people click the like, they could enter their name and email address and and then be entered in the contest. Ah, so and it was very, as simple as just filling out a form. It wasn't like they it, had it to was, do anything. It was just a very simple sweepstakes type of contest. They didn't have to enter any photos. They didn't have to enter an essay or didn't have to make a video or anything like that. It was a sweepstakes type contest where it was a random draw winner on that. And anyone mm. was eligible to win who entered and liked the page and entered their name and email address. So that was it. It was uh, very easy to set it up, and it it really definitely took off. So that yeah, was a, that's a great awesome. contest. Now, I know you have another example, but before you get into it, I just want to pause here for a second. And, and folks that are listening right now, think about your business. Maybe you've just launched something. Like I'm thinking about this for My Kids Adventures. You know, we've just recently launched this, and what a great way for us to maybe get some buzz going around what we're doing. So maybe you've got something new. Maybe it's a new product. Maybe it's a new business. Maybe it's a new Facebook page, and you're struggling to get um, people 
excited and interested about whatever it is you're doing. And I would imagine, as Andrea, you stated with this chocolate example, they were relatively new to Facebook when they did this, right? Right. Or they needed a boost of some sort, right? And and the right. results, what were the results? She So she had 700 new fans in one week. And really, she, I think, I believe she started with around 1,200 at that point. And she just, I mean, almost doubled her fan well what is the math on that <laughs> like 50 percent it's about 50 something yeah like more, than yeah, 50. more than 50 50 percent yeah that's right that's that's you're better at math <laughs> a little more than 50 <laughs> uh, so uh just a really huge boost now you know obviously not all contests are are created equal she had she was giving away a prize that was really well branded with her page and and a lot of people like chocolate clearly so i guess that could be a uh, you know definitely a good thing to give away, but it was it was a very shareable and very very fun. She put up lots and lots of pictures and promoted it very heavily throughout the week. So posted about the contest once or twice a day, which does seem like a lot for a lot of people. But she actually posts quite a uh, quite a bit during the day to start with. So you know really that was only about. Um, you know, 20% of her posts total because she posts maybe somewhere between five and 10 posts a day. Now, one of the questions people might be asking is if she only had 1,200 fans, how did the entry in the contest actually garner her new fans? The entry garnered her new fans through some of the sharing that can happen with that. People shared the contest with their friends and families, so on Facebook. So they then their friends were encouraged to come and enter. The other thing that happened with this particular contest that isn't quite available anymore, this one was run through Wildfire that had a, a common contest area that kind of did some of the promotion for her in a way. Mm. So you know, you also have to think about the different places you're going to promote it, and that one was a um, a good uh, a good space for her at that time. But you also want to make sure you're promoting it in all different places outside of Facebook. On you know, she was also promoting it through her existing newsletter that helped get the word out about it, and people did a lot of sharing around that contest. So that was a good thing to help her kind of go a little bit more viral. Perfect. Now, I know you have another example. Do you want to share that? Yeah, I have. Um, let me, I, I have lots of, lots of good ones, but let me share this one because it's kind of fun. Um, the, uh, I'll share, actually, I'm going to share two quick ones because I can't, I just, ha- I love, I love thinking about different kinds of contests. I'm going to share one that um, another client of mine did called Camp Bow Wow, and they are a doggy daycare, and they also have, uh, this kind of home buddies dog training courses that they that they give away, and they did a contest called Bad to the Bone, and they were encouraging people to submit pictures of their bad dogs, and the winner would and then people would vote on who was the baddest dog, and the winner would then get the a year of free dog uh, training lessons. So that was a really great prize there. And they they did it in a um, they did it in a couple of stages. So they had uh, people entering their their contest to win some prizes, but then they also gave had a, a face off type of 
thing where they were voting against two different dogs for the week. So there'd be one winner for the week and they would face off and each dog would, would have their picture up there and they'd get, get kind of different votes on that. And that contest, was that series of contests that they ran over the space of, I think, a full year, I th- believe it was, they, um, that was very successful for them. And they were, uh, got, I think, over 15,000 fans, new fans, over the course of the year. And currently, they're at 35,000 fans. So it was a really good promotion for them running these series of contests and and I like to encourage people to think about that how can you piggyback on different techniques that you've used that have have worked well for you and and kind of create some fun around the contest to engage your engage your audience and and uh, also you know do some of that stealth selling to promote their classes in that case now wasn't there something you were talking about with some cooking thing that we were talking about in pre-show? Yeah, I was going to tell you about that too. So that was another – that was a fun one I wanted to highlight. But then I wanted to also highlight a bigger brand that was running a contest. So I wanted to highlight Ego. You know, Lego, my Ego. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so they did a waffle-off. <laughs> oh, cool. And their, their contest is uh, currently still showing. It's up and what they had – people do is encourage people to submit recipes to with their Lego Ego waffles in them. So people would submit these different kinds of recipes with them cooking with the waffles. And the grand prize winner was the banana split nachos. Huh. And it, they look delicious. They're like this a uh, little waffle with a little slice of strawberry and a whipped cream and a little banana on top and chocolate drizzled on it. And it, it makes me want to run out and get some Eggo waffles right now so I can try it. But they also have encouraged people to um, submit other recipes. So, you know, it shows different ways you can enjoy Eggo waffles. It's user-generated content and photos and people are were just very engaged with this contest, and there's lots of really cool recipes. You never knew there was that many ways to eat Eggo waffles. That's awesome. Um, let's let's talk about some of the um, some of the elements that are important for a successful contest um, in a little bit. Um, but first, I want to talk about. Um, well, actually, I just want to share this real quick you've heard a lot of um, those that are listening right now. I've heard a lot of different examples, but one of the things that I've learned is that it's really hard to get someone to go out and take a picture or to make a movie. Um, And you will get a lot less people participating and you may be very disappointed that you don't get a lot of people participating because um, the barrier to entry is very high. Right. Right, Andrea? That, yeah, that is so true. That is so true. And it, you know, it definitely worked for this big brand, Ego. And they they've got, got probably two millions million of likes. fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've got two million people on their page. And I don't know how many recipes, they, entries they got total, but it's a very small fraction of that. So if you're if you're starting your contest for the very first time, I would encourage people to, to do more of the sweepstakes type entry because the barrier for entry is so low, like you said. It's just, you're, it, it can depend a little bit on what your overall goals are for the contest, right. but usually people are looking for, um, you know, kind of entries and people liking their page more and, and 
exactly. know, participating in that way. Yep. And I just know that that photo contest I did for my book launch required an enormous amount of promotion for the contest right. itself. Right. And right. sometimes and you got a lot of entries because you promoted it so heavily, but you also had a, you know, that was a really good fan base at that time too. Yep. But it still required a lot more work than I anticipated. Yeah. I thought it would for just sure. go off on its own. Um, right. Okay. So let's talk about some of the restrictions because a lot of people think, uh, and, and for the longest time, you know, there's probably still are people out there that are just posting things on their Facebook wall saying, hey, we're giving something away to the to the to the best comment um, on right. this post. Right. What are the Facebook restrictions when it comes to contests? Yeah, it's very tempting to to do those kinds of things. And I hear that all the time. People saying, well, I've seen other people doing it. And sometimes I've seen really big brands even doing that type of thing, like, uh, you know, the person who shares this the most wins or something like that. And you really can't do any of that type of, of entry form. You have to have a separate place on Facebook where people enter the contest separately. So you can't say anyone who's liked our page will be entered. Anyone who, you know, the most, the most people who most share this or the best comment or, you know, the person who get the most like on their on the photo that they upload to our page. You can't have the method of entry being anything on your timeline, really. Um, yeah, and, it has and, to be on a separate tab where people enter their email separately or, or use the, the Facebook Connect to enter. And we should clarify you know, why this is. Um, Facebook has very strict um, legal requirements um, from pages and one of them is uh, around the area of promotions in particular contests, and um, they just they just want to make sure that um, it's not hosted on Facebook.com. And right. when you use an app, it's actually not. Even though it looks like it's living on Facebook.com, it really right. is not living on Facebook.com, and that reduces any liability on Facebook. And I've heard stories of brands getting in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. And, you know, last thing anybody wants is to have Facebook on, on right. against you, you know? <laughs> right. right. And we've seen evidence. I've, I've, I've known of pages that have been shut down without warning. It is just totally shut down, no access, no, no second chance, nothing. The page is shut down. So you just don't want to worry about running that risk because all your hard work to build up the page to begin with will be just gone. So you want to make sure that you're playing by their rules. So, so you have to have some hosted app or hosted off-site of Facebook. You can have it, you know, the entry form be on your website. That's fine too. Yep. Just to be crystal clear, if you use Facebook, you know, like comments or likes or anything like that, um, it, you know, if you're using the Facebook operating system, if you will, you know, um, then you're in direct violation of what Facebook is talking about. What you can do is you can make a blog post about your contest and you can promote it on Facebook and you can say, go check it out. Right. That's yeah, completely absolutely. legit. Let's talk about other ways that people can do the contest on Facebook without actually apparently yeah, sending there, people away. There's a, there's a, a bunch of different ways how you can do it on con on Facebook itself. You can develop your own app to run a contest. Some people think that you have to use one of the apps that's already created. You don't. You can develop your own app if you want 
to run a contest. That's a lot of work. If you're, but if you know how to develop apps, and you know, by all means, you can customize it uh, to to your liking, and or you can use one of the many, many already developed apps that are out there. There's so many wonderful Facebook contest apps that are available and inexpensive to to use. Um, they're, they're, there's just a real big variety. They all have some different features. Okay, Andrew. So what I hear you saying is that there's lots of apps out there that you can do, um, that you can use to do a contest on Facebook. And my understanding of what an app is for people that may not understand what a Facebook app is, it's not like a software app that lives on your computer. It's something that um, is kind of an add-on that works on Facebook. Many of them are for sale and many of them add functionality into your Facebook page that does not exist within its own right. Can you give some of your favorite contest apps? Um, yeah. This- let's hear it. This is a hard one because I have a lot of favorites. So, <laughs> just give <laughs> us a couple—a couple, a couple that I'm you've gonna, worked with. I, I'm going to list a couple that I really, really like. Uh, one is Offer Pop. I really like that because they have some of that, um, some different options there. I mentioned that Face Off app, uh, Face Off contest that the Camp Bow Wow did. That is through Offer Pop. They so you can kind of have a tug of war type of contest deal there and they've got some other cool options. I love Tabsite is a great is a great contest app. Woobox. Uh I spell Woobox. Woobox. Yeah, Woobox does several different kinds of things for Facebook. One is you can import your Pinterest page through it, but they also have and they have a couple of other features too, but one is also uh contest how, um, how do you spell I, Woo Box, just so people know? W-O-O-B-O-X dot com. Gotcha. So, and then go ahead. a really fun one. I'm going to give you two more because I can't, I can't stop. Um, Fans with Benefits is a fun one, too. Uh, that's kind of cool. It's got kind of this zipper front page that is automatically created for you. And then I also love Strutta for photo contests. I know you that's the one you used for yep. your the launch photo contest. So Yep. What's great about these contests, at least with the with uh, the ones that we've used, is they, they they tend to have a lot of the legal language already included, you exactly. know, for sweepstakes and promotions and um they tend to kind of fully automate the whole process. Um in our case with Strata, um there was a behind the scenes interface that we could log into and see all the entries and decide to ban them and whether they were to become finalists and it just made it really super cool and simple. What's kind of the price range for, for these kinds of apps? Well, um, a lot of them, they can range, they can really range all over the place sometimes, but a lot of them are very affordable starting at $30 a month and they can be priced sometimes a little bit differently. Sometimes they're priced for a week. Sometimes they're priced by the, you know, number of entries you get. Sometimes they're priced, you know, by the day so or by a month. So it, it all varies depending on how you're going to run your contest. And it also varies depending on how much kind of white labeling you want on that. When What I mean by that is how much of the the branding from the app itself you want kind of taken away. Sometimes there's a, a premium for, for that feature as well. So there, there's a big range, but they can be very affordable. Um, I know that Strata was a little more 
expensive just because of all the bells and whistles they had in maintaining that photo contest and the entries and kind of the the yeah i think it was a couple hundred bucks i think so i mean i think the range is anywhere from like 30 to a couple hundred bucks and you know i mean at the end of the day that's not really a lot of money for the value proposition that it may gain you if it is you know indeed something i mean you think about how much buzz you're going to get out of something like that it's really a a decent investment for you know even a small business um what kind of tips, we're getting down to the end, end of the interview here, um, do you have any suggestions on how people can get the word out on their Facebook contests? Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good ways that you can get the word out. One of the cool things that's sometimes available in the contest itself, in some of these contest apps, and you kind of have to look look at what the what features they have sometimes they give you give the entrant bonus entries for sharing the contest so that's kind of a good feature because it encourages people to share it rather than think well I don't want anyone else to enter because I want to win the prize myself <laughs> yeah I've seen so, that where you get like an extra an extra you know like the raffle ticket equivalent right exactly <laughs> if, you, if you share it exactly. out with your friends so, so right, so you want to you want to encourage that sharing. So that can be a feature that's in the contest uh, applications themselves. You just have to watch for it. Other things that you can do are just making sure that you've got content available around the promotion of your contest. So you want to have good images that you can share about the contest. You want to have a blog post schedule set up to blog about it on your own blog, maybe blogging, guest blogging on other blogs to kind of promote the contest as well as another is another thing that you might, might want to think about setting up in advance. You can also run Facebook ads around that contest and send them directly to the tab on Facebook where they're going to enter the contest. Yeah, and if you have judges for your contest, which we we've had for our contest, Sometimes right. they can help promote it as well because maybe that's part of what's expected of them in exchange right. for them being a judge. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good a good thing to consider when you're if you're doing a judging type of contest. How long typically should these contests run for? I like running the if the sweepstakes contest for shorter amounts of time just to limit the amount of promotion you have to do around it. I like two weeks is a I think a good time frame to run a sweepstakes type of contest where all people have to do is enter their name and email. Uh, you can run it for longer. It depends also on the size of the prize. You may want to run it longer for something that's more exciting and more enticing to win and, and you might get more entries that way as well. If you're running like something like a video or photo contest, you're going to have to run it much, a, a lot longer to allow for time for people to get their uh, entry in like maybe a month or possibly even longer depend if it's a, especially if it's something like a video contest well, but uh you you know I think a month is a is a good place to start I hope folks that are listening right now are thinking in their mind hmm interesting intriguing how could I do a fun contest and what benefit might it have for our facebook fans or our business there's there's a million different ways you can do it um and andrea um, where can folks learn more about Facebook contests and about you? I know you've got a free something on contests. You want to tell us where to I, get that? Yeah, I do have a free a free little training class on on contests, and you can find that on my website if you go to andreavall.com forward slash fb 
contests, and you can uh, put your name in an email and get instant access to that little free training. And also just connect with me on andreaval.com and, and, uh, and grandma, too. <laughs> well, thank you so much uh, to both you and Grandma Mary for joining us today. <laughs> it's been my absolute pleasure having you, and uh, I do recommend folks go and check out Andrea's site at andreaval.com. Andrea, thanks again. Really appreciate all the insight you've provided to us today. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Here's a word from our tour guide. Well, I just do want to say thank you so much for listening to the social media marketing podcast. If there's anything that we mentioned in this show that you missed, you can get the show notes at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 54. I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and consider subscribing to this podcast and possibly giving us a rating and review. You can do that by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash iTunes. And when you get there, you can click on the ratings and reviews button. Well, I just can't believe that this show is done. Uh, This brings me to the end of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Michael Stelzner. I promise you I will be back next week working very hard behind the scenes to keep putting together great podcasts for you. And I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.